0: That was loud. I stood under the front archway, peering into a thick sheet of rain. I made it outside, just as a car pulled around the corner, down the street. D. Oh, uh, sorry.
1: You okay? You got up from the table abruptly.
0: Yeah, I just thought... I... Uh... What is it? I had this feeling that maybe... That maybe Val was... Out here. Watching.
1: You think Val was here?
0: We were eating dinner with mom and dad, and for some reason, I just had a weird feeling of being watched. Dean. I'm sorry. I just feel bad.
1: We're just eating dinner. That's all.
0: But this isn't the first time.
1: Do you want me to leave?
0: No. No, that's not what I'm saying.
1: Okay. Well... I'm gonna go back inside.
0: You don't think Val would spy on me, do you?
1: Has he before?
0: I don't think so.
1: Then I think you're worrying for nothing.
0: So us spending time together isn't a big deal?
1: Not unless you think it is. Mom does. Does she?
0: No, I... I don't know why I said that.
1: Really, Dee? If this makes you uncomfortable...
0: (sighs) No. Let's go back inside.
1: Okay.
2: Seven Lamb Productions presents The Stone House, Episode 17.
0: It was a somewhat sunny day today, and not as windy. All morning, I kept thinking about the strange man and his interaction with Gavin. Now Gavin was back on the barn's roof, hammering away. Every time he stopped and took a break, he would look over to me and smile. This whole situation was insane. His family. That's what he said to that man. This was a fantasy come true for this guy. He even called me Nadia again this morning during breakfast. I couldn't stand him, and I knew he was dangerous, which made me wish he would make one wrong move and fall from that barn. But even if he did, it wouldn't be the end of troubles because there was still the other guy, and I didn't know anything about him. As Gavin worked on the barn, I stood in the field just outside the house. The cows were out, and Noah was playing with the young calf, the one Val and I saw when we first arrived. Noah chased the calf around in the tall grass.
1: Hey, boy, be careful!
0: Gavin was standing on the roof, hammer in hand. Please, just fall. I'll deal with the other guy after you. Boy! I decided to do something, so I went over to Noah and grabbed him before he was able to jump on the calf. Sorry, Noah, but I don't think he wants you chasing the cows. Plus, you don't want to hurt the baby. I know. But five minutes later, Noah was running after the calf again. Boy! Just then, Noah tripped and slid over the gravel. The calf ran all the way to the house, but Noah sat up and dusted off his knee. He didn't cry, but I saw scratches on his leg.
1: I told you, boy, I told you!
0: You alright, Noah? Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Come on, let's go inside and clean you up. I dusted off his pants and shirt and led him to the house. Hold on, Noah. I went over to the calf that was standing by the front window. Come on, this way. Back to the field. I pushed the calf's backside until it ran back to the open field. There we go. That's when I noticed the blue paint on the windowsill. What looked like a handprint. What the? Blue paint? I peered into the house through the stained and cracked glass to see the empty dining table inside. I had a sudden sinking feeling in my gut. Nadia! I turned to face the barn. Once again, Gavin was standing, staring down. I stopped correcting him on my name because it felt pointless now. He was crazy. There was no fixing that.
1: Take the boy inside, he's had enough play. Come on, Noah.
2: My eyes slowly opened. I needed a new happy place, but I couldn't create one. I stared up at the cave ceiling, not so much in pain anymore, but weaker than I've ever been. I think the reasoning was simple. I had nothing to live for now. I knew what was happening. I was dying. The raw eggs I ate didn't stay down. I was hungry again and thirsty now. The one good thing about that other cave I was stuck in... It had water. I thought about all the things I should do, but now I had trouble even moving. Seemed like everything I had been through finally caught up to me. What the? Someone was approaching. Someone was in the cave. Or was I hearing things? No, no, no. Someone was coming. I used all my strength to pull myself forward and bring my feet back behind the sack of crates so I would be completely hidden. Just then a light, a candlelight glimmering through the cracked wood of the crates. I leaned forward to peer between the panels. I saw a figure, hunched and waiting.
3: He says it were me. I know the rules. No, how wouldn't you do that? Blue paint, blue paint...
2: It was the guy. The man who tied me and dropped me into that cave. Shit. The man was slowly walking around the cave holding up the candle, admiring all the artwork.
3: I can't come here, but he did not say. No. No. Stay away from his family. Stay away and no food. You don't get anything but the stinking rats. That's what you deserve. help him but he doesn't care. He never cared and it's fine. I didn't take his eggs. His stupid
2: eggs. No. He was out of view now but I knew he stood by the other stack of crates. I could see the glow of the light. I could hear him shuffling things around. I tried shifting as quietly as possible in an effort to get a better look but couldn't until he eventually stepped back and looked up. We will
3: die together, friend Ned. What? Ned? Mobilis sin mobile. Mobilis. <laughs>
2: Mobilis. I stretched to look through another crack to see the man climbing a stack of crates with his candle in hand. He was staring at the submarine.
3: Mobilis. Nautilus. <laughs> Nautilus.
2: What the hell was he talking about? He eventually climbed down and made his way over to my crates, which made me tense up. He put the candle down on the crate just above my head. He still didn't know I was here, hidden in the shadows, and I hoped to keep it that way. Who knows what he would do if he saw me.
3: I get no food, because I was bad. I lied. Bad, didn't And he doesn't care. I lie. I lie, he
2: says. He went to the other side and grabbed the paint can. Luckily, he didn't notice the cans I had knocked over by me, but there were many, so maybe he didn't care.
3: Sponges of every shape and size. Baskets. Cups.
2: The man stood on his crate and started painting the wall, leaving uneven streaks across the rock.
3: And, and, the stars. The stars and Neptune's gloves.
2: The man stood on his crate for what felt like an hour as he painted different shapes on the wall, filling each one in.
3: The fins were blue and yellow. No yellow, just blue. Yes, the blue fins were mullets. They weren't the yellow. No yellow.
2: I didn't understand anything of what he was saying.
3: Fish? No fish for you. No fish. No eggs. No milk. No bread. Lousy rats. Just rats.
2: At one point when he was half finished with the large oval, he abruptly stopped and jumped down.
3: No food. I help but not lie, but no food.
2: He tossed the paintbrush into the bucket like a pouty child and made his way over to me. Shit. I kept completely still as he grabbed the candle and turned back to his work.
3: I can come here. He won't know. Blue paint, he says. Blue paint. No, my blue paint.
2: He left. I couldn't stay here now, but I was too weak to move. Plus, where could I go? That's when it finally hit me. I was going to die here. Right here. In this cave. On this island. But for some reason, I was okay with it.
0: you up now noah had a couple scrapes on his knee all of which were lightly bleeding i was surprised with how composed he was but then i thought about his tongue the torment this kid must have experienced before i got here here hold this okay i wiped his knee then made him hold the damp wash rag in place while i searched the first aid kit we just need a bandage but it doesn't hurt right Mm-mm. good good I pulled out a bandage. Is this big enough? Let's see. I pulled back the wash rag and did a quick measurement by jokingly closing one eye. Noah smiled. (laughs) Yep, this'll do. The first aid kit that Gavin had was small and yellow. The outside of it had a sticker that said, Waterproof, Dustproof, Crushproof, and Buoyant. Hmm. Is this your family's first aid kit? He nodded slowly. (sighs) That's what I thought. Hey Noah, you don't know where your family is, right? He shook his head slowly, then looked to the floor. You think they could still be on this island? He kept shaking his head. You don't? Mm -mm. What about Val? He shrugged. All right. All done. He hopped down from the couch. He started heading towards his room, but I stopped him. Noah, you, uh... Y- you don't have blue paint, do you?
1: Mm-mm.
0: Right. I didn't think so. I ended up cooking dinner tonight since Gavin was exhausted from the work on the barn. That was good news, because that most likely meant he would sleep through the night, which is what I needed. Although tonight, I wouldn't be looking for a way off this rock. Not at first. I had a different plan. Tonight, I would- Dear. Uh, Yes?
1: You're quiet this evening. Am I? Aye.
0: I was just thinking. What about? How I wanted to shove this knife into your neck, but I didn't say that. I also didn't mention what I was really thinking about. Well, just about Noah, hope his knee is okay.
1: Hey, boy, what are you doing going around chasing the cattle? <clears throat> well, don't do that, liable to fall off a cliff, and that'll give you a much bigger injury than a scraped knee, isn't that right, dear?
0: Was that a reference to Val's fall? That son of a bitch. But I held my tongue.
1: You're lucky your mother was here to take care of it for you.
0: He said it with such ease, like it was the truth. It was baffling. But to avoid any further confrontations, I kept my mouth shut. In fact, my excitement about tonight was hard to maintain. Someone left a blue mark on the windowsill and also went into the barn and stole eggs. Gavin's friend said it wasn't him. Obviously, that could be a lie, but I wanted to find out for myself.
1: I should have the barn done by tomorrow. Okay. I meant to have it done today, but most of the roof is rotted. I may even run out of wood. have to check the dock. The dock? There's storage down there. I'll check tomorrow. Okay. That means you'll have to keep an eye on Noah. That's fine. And more of an eye on him than you did today.
0: I didn't think him playing with the calf was a big deal. Well, he wasn't hurting it. Gavin shot me a look, but I'll make sure he doesn't do anything like that tomorrow Aye. He took one last big bite finishing his meal. He leaned back and patted his stomach.
1: Oh I'm gonna sleep well tonight
0: Good, that's what I'm hoping for It was late, but I was ready, and I could just barely hear Gavin snoring. I knew I shouldn't hold out hope, but I had to know who left that print. It was windy and cold, but tonight it didn't affect me. I pulled the flashlight, shaped like an anchor, out of my back pocket. The thing that sat on my shelf of knickknacks could actually be put to use since I was alone. And now that Gavin was fast asleep, I was ready to search. Search.
2: eyes fluttered open well death had eluded me again here i was still in the cave it was dark and my eyes had trouble adjusting i tried moving but couldn't what a way to die weak and alone but maybe not for long as i thought i heard footsteps i don't know i did the crazy guy was back I kept completely still. Not that it was hard to do at this point. A beam of white light glided from one side of the cave to the other. He had a flashlight? Great. He would find me for sure now. Part of me wanted to reveal myself to get it over with. The man stopped right by my crates, stared at the wall a minute, then turned and walked away. That was close. The man made his way back to the cave entrance and stopped. The flashlight went off and I was once again shrouded in darkness. Oh, damn it. No, I couldn't be. Was I imagining things? Was that D? I heard the person leaving. Do I chance it? Do I? Fuck it. With all my strength, I pulled myself up, peering over the corner crate. D. D. Shit. Shit. Delilah. D. 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 I fell back. Was Uh, it really her? uh, It couldn't have been. Maybe this was still my dream. Maybe I imagined her. Her voice. Val? Val? Holy shit. Hey! (coughs) I saw a beam of light hit the cave wall just above me. Above the crates. The beam bobbed up and down as she ran over. And like an angel, she appeared, leaning over me. Val! (laughs) It's not a dream.
0: Oh my god. You're alive! You're alive! Look at you! Oh god! What happened? Oh god!
2: Careful, careful.
0: I'm sorry, I just-
2: She held me up. I leaned into her lap as she repeatedly kissed the top of my head. I saw a few tears fall onto my shoulder.
0: He told me you fell. He told me you washed away.
2: (laughs) That's a hell of a tale.
0: He did this, didn't he? Didn't he?
2: Yeah. Him and his friend.
0: Your leg... It's
2: broken. I tried to set it, but... I don't think it worked. Jesus...
0: What the hell did he do to you, Val?
2: Stone House, written and edited by Robert M. Lamb, starring Corey Pettit as Delilah, Robert M. Lamb as Val, Jack Austin as Gavin, co-starring Dennis Caldwell. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit sevenlamb.com for more podcasts such as this.